Consequence Podcast Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. After an incredible 2023 of festival season, it winds down now. The What Podcast today, talking Riot Fest, Moon River, and what's left of the year. Lord Taco, Barry Corder, Brad Steiner, The What Podcast starts right now. Welcome in, gentlemen. Hi. Good to see you. Barry Porter, Lord Taco. How's everyone feeling? Doing? My favorite, my favorite thing we do. Get to see you guys. Well, what else do we do together? So, okay, of the good. things we do. <laughs> so, it's the only thing that we do, and it's your favorite. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Uh, how's, uh, how's Barry? How's Dad? What's been going on? Everything is good. I'm going to go with that. We'll get okay. into it a little bit. Been a rough week. We'll, we'll get into okay. that in a minute, but yeah. Rough week for yeah. Barry? Those don't exist. The, okay, we'll get. You well, are you are the most living high and chill human being well, I've ever met. Let's jump right in. And nothing ever, nothing ever, nothing ever penetrates the walls of Barry Corner. Well, let's hear it, tough, Barry. What's going on? Week. I've lost uh, a couple of mm. friends uh, that have died. Uh, yeah, what? And. Um, Boy, what a way to start! I uh, didn't mean to me. Yeah, no kidding. Womp womp. It's. I mean, give me some hey boys or something. <laughs> I uh, I need some. No, it's just lightness This here. is the greatest thing about this show is the radiate positivity, and I I am determined every day to say life is great, and it is. Mm. Uh, it is great. It is. Uh, but it's been a tough week. Uh, lost. Okay. We've lost a. Mutual friend that you know, and I lost another friend uh, that I went to high school with, and uh, I don't mean to bring it down, and I don't want to bring it down, mm. but it's just sort of, um, and I also don't want to be one of those guys, go tell everybody you know lo you love them, but go tell everybody you know you love them. Don't, uh, if there's somebody out there you've been saying, I need to call that guy, go call that guy or that girl or whatever. 
that's kind of. I, I appreciate the sentiment. I will just say that if I'm on the list of people that you want to call, just, just I've don't already call done me. it. I've already sent better. you a text. Okay. You know I have. <laughs> I sent you both a text. I love you both. Feelings. <laughs> you, know, you know I do. Feelings. Well, you know, it's funny because we've had some – It's I'm not the only one dealing with this, obviously, and it's been sort of a, a – social media thing do you call everybody every minute to tell no i just mean let the people you know that you care about know that that's all i would mm. say you know don't okay. don't go to don't put your head on the pillow at night and say gosh i wish i'd have let brad know that i still think he's a putz nobody's ever yeah, said that no one's ever dick, said i need but, to call brad know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, with that being said, Taco, I, I like you enough. I like you. I like you. Okay, good. Um, yes. I, I guess much. I've had a better week than Barry. I Apparently, know. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, Louise. Uh, how's the bus? How are we doing? Are we doing any bus more? Is fantastic. Are we doing any more? Um, do you have any more big trips with the bus coming? Uh, yeah, we're doing Cave Fest. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, this yeah. is not on my. This is not on my festival card. What is Cave Fest? Cave Fest at the Caverns in Pelham, Tennessee. Really? What does that? What does yeah. that require? How do you drive? Do you drive the bus into a cave? Uh, it's not in the cave, but there is a cave there. Okay. Okay. Uh, my understanding is there's two other stages. They've built a whole amphitheater yeah. outside now. I mean, the, the ca- I've never been you to the Caverns. It. You know, I mean, either. they've had some pretty pretty great shows. No, I know. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah, I just never yeah. been. I thought they had St. Mm-hmm. Paul yeah. there a few years they, ago. Everybody. Uh, they did. Uh, it's, it, Brandy Carlisle's. It, is, I mean, it's, it's a really cool place. Brandy Carlisle's yeah, been there? Everybody's been there. What is the capacity of this space? 2,000? I don't know. Um, I mean, oh, my God. Right? Yeah. I mean, forgive me. If, as many as you well, can fit in the cave, the cave, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what he's going to is a combination of the two, right? Because they... During COVID, Correct. they couldn't go in the cave, so they discovered they had this sort of outdoor amphitheater, uh, similar to Red Rocks. I don't want to put it in that category, but it's sort of an outdoor rock. Yeah, right. it's not that big, but they they did. They built a big outdoor amphitheater because they've yeah. got a huge field and they've got really plenty of cool. room. Who who are you going to see? Who's going to be there other than other bus guys? Uh, as far as performances go, it's it's bluegrass. I okay. mean, I, there's really nobody on the lineup that I'm, you know, happy to see. But you know, Barry, I'm what is your? I've just never been. Barry, what is your thing about bluegrass? How, I don't understand. How do you? I'm not a fan. I appreciate the talent. Really? No, I'm good for three songs. Man, time and space. I think I can really get into some bluegrass. No, you can't. <laughs> I like a steel guitar. I like a banjo songs. here and there. Yeah, I said time and place. <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be a full no, two days. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Bluegrass is fast, faster, and fastest. And then, then I'm done. I, but I appreciate. What, what about what about a what about a bluegrass ballad? Okay, tell me one. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not Brad Bluegrass here. I don't know all the bluegrass songs in the world. Uh, one of the one of the bands is doing a cover of uh, the Who's uh, Tommy. Doing the oh, whole, okay. The whole thing, yeah. Uh, but what about what about a steel guitar? You oh, don't like a steel, a steel guitar? guitar? For about three songs. Okay. Well. Oh come on. 
I don't believe you. I, I think that you'd get really into it <laughs> if you songs. if you were stuck at For Cave Fest. Songs. I can't imagine a take, weekend. Take Buried with you to Cave Fest. <laughs> take it. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. It's outside the zip code, man. He well, can't leave. That. He cannot <laughs> leave. Yeah. No, it's very close. It does feel like, uh, Taco, it feels like Barry has been like on some sort of 30-year work probation there. He cannot leave the zip code of... Got to check in uh, with I your uh, probation break. officer. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. I had a feeling. Uh, so I uh, I know you guys have some um, some more Moon River content to share uh, today, but I went to Riot Fest for the first time in Chicago. I, I specifically decided not to do Lollapalooza this year because the Riot Fest lineup was just out of control. And, uh, boy, I love this festival because there is so much uh, brand integrity. They do such a great job of... of uh, adhering to what we always uh, call brand values, but I can't even call these values. But the way that the brand sort of cuts through and is almost cooler than anything that happens around it is the part that I like the most. I mean, you can't walk 10 feet without somebody see- having a Riot Fest Sucks shirt on. Okay. And, you know, if you if you are, uh, there are a sp- there's a few festivals in that city, like Pitchfork, um, that... I think that people always tend to to gravitate towards anything that's not Lollapalooza is where the cool kids go. And and boy, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen so many black shirts. Everybody's got a black shirt on at Riot Fest. If you wear a pastel at Riot Fest, I think you're getting booed out of the place. Um, There's just a couple things about it that like other than, so I think that the, the actual engagement of it is fantastic uh i think that their their brand is really special and interesting man guys uh, it may be in the worst location in america uh getting to douglas park is fine but getting out of it you literally have to wake up in the morning and the first thing that you have to think about is getting out of riot fest you have to plan your entire day on how and when you're getting out of this festival There's no easy way out. Good luck getting an Uber. And it's not that it's just so far away, but apparently it's the same weekend, every weekend, as the Mexican parade. And what does the Mexican parade? It's it's not a parade. It's just flooding the streets with cars and flags. Uh, You're, what, four miles away from the loop in Chicago? It took one of our guys two hours after the festival just to get four miles to the east to his hotel two hours it's because every street around you is redlined i mean you look at the the traffic pattern it's nothing but red oh boy is it a so we're leaving the first night and because we had to plan getting out we had to leave the foo fighters set early enough to get out um and get back to a whole group of people that we had to meet up. It was a big radio sort of thing. But we leave, and thank God for this Uber driver. If I could remember his name, I I would send him money on Venmo because he was so kind. He's weaving in and out, in and out, block streets, closed streets. He found just the right way. We take a left. We finally get to open road. We're almost so close to our destination, and we're going about 35 miles an hour down Chicago street and out of nowhere, he screeches the brakes. We might've screeched 
I don't know, 20, 30 feet to the crosswalk where a woman is standing in the middle of the road taking a picture, <laughs> taking a picture of the skyline. Didn't even see a car coming, didn't realize it was a green light. And it was one of those moments where the car screeches and her two hands slam the front of the, of the car and stares at everybody in the car. Like, she just saw her life flash before her eyes. It was like a movie. Like, And, of course, what do you do if you're in the car and you almost kill someone? <laughs> Fuck you! What the fuck are you I, doing? How dare you? I had it loaded on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> They're the one that almost died. But yet we're screaming obscenities at them. Literally a car. We had seven people in the sober just screaming at this person as if... We're the ones that almost died. Uh, it was so scary. It was tra- honestly traumatic uh, watching this woman. We literally almost killed someone. Uh, that I, I, I don't know if you've ever been that close, but that just freaked me out uh, all weekend. And so um, let's just say the, the plan to get out was very, very, very uh, on the top of our mind come Saturday morning. Man, come Saturday, though, come Saturday, though, you get death cab and postal service. And I'll tell you, as a guy who loves death cab, it's my favorite band of all time. It's also my favorite album, Transatlanticism of all time. I, I, I've been going to death cab shows for 20 years. I, uh, I don't know. We, I've seen them, I don't know, two dozen, three dozen times. I've never heard some of these songs played live. Uh, this thing is is magical, even though they're only doing the album front to back, and then Postal Service comes on and does the album front to back. They add uh, a remix of one of the songs at the end, and they do a cover. Uh, but just hearing it in sequence, I just have never heard it before. Uh, and it was phenomenal. The other thing that I had never heard before live, and I don't know if I ever will again, even though they're playing in New York tonight, I got to see the Breeders. Mm. You know, and you know they sounded mm. terrible. But who? I didn't care. I just did not care. And they played their album, that their essential album, like front to back. And we go to with a whole bunch of people, and it's like, uh, I don't know who the breeders are. Who are the breeders? Who are the breeders? And we're all like, just wait to the third song. You'll know exactly who they are in the soon, oh, yeah. as soon mm-hmm. as it hits. Uh, one piece of criticism about Riot Fest. Uh, you know, I, I hate to be, you know, Mr. Festival organizer guy here. But we've been to enough of these to know where the money is is left on the table, right? There are a million beer stands. You can't turn around and not see a beer stand. So they're doing a fantastic job maximizing their uh, uh, beer money possibilities. But there's no food. Mm. Good luck finding a food vendor. Mm. Not a single food vendor anywhere in the main area. Now, you can buy a ton of merch. You can buy a ton of beer. You have to walk damn near a mile and a half to the other end of the entire festival into a corner that nothing else is there but a Ferris wheel. It would be like if all the food at Bonnaroo was only at Where in the Woods. Wow. You had to walk all the way to Where in the Woods just, just to, eat. to eat. And imagine if you're at imagine if you're at the other and you have to walk to where the woods to buy a sandwich and you're starving and you're trying to get you're trying to eat before the next show 
Yeah. And then we, when you get there, the line yeah, is everybody's there. I don't know, twenty five yeah. deep. It is it is one of the missed opportunities of this festival. Otherwise, you know, the grounds are really nice, but boy, trying to trying to get to Douglas Park. And by the, the other thing about Douglas Park is that, um, by the way, it's not the best part of town. Um, getting there is fine. You know, I, people suggested taking Divi bikes there. Um, you know, I know you can do their uh, L, the pink line there. Uh, and Ubering there is, is actually quite easy and, and fairly inexpensive, especially at the time that you're doing it. But getting back, I mean, good luck. Uh, it's, it's a coin flip on, on what you can and can't get. Uh, good luck getting an Uber unless you leave early. Divvy bikes are all gone. You might be able to get a, 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 a scoot scoot. Good luck. I, I don't know. Um, but it's so hard. To get out, some people uh, swear by the pink line, but you're still you're you're jammed in there, and you're going to be on that train for an hour. It's just a tough location. It's a really really tough. Location. And, and the worst part, and this is the part I, I I forgot to mention, nobody in that neighborhood wants it there. <laughs> they hate <laughs> this part. festival. That's, that's worth uh, mentioning. So you can't walk anywhere outside of Douglas Park and not see graffiti all over the the fencing saying get out of our neighborhood <laughs> they have taken over a predominantly black neighborhood that really utilizes this park on a mm. on a daily basis and um it's it's not wanted uh so you i don't know maybe i was overthinking it a bit but leaving that's why i was like i i don't know where this goes because they don't want us nobody wants yeah. us them, them here they don't want the the parking taken over by uh, this festival, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a tough one. You know, we talked about Governor's Ball and how right. their location issues have lasted for a decade, and they finally get a good spot in Queens. Right. That's what I keep thinking. Riot Fest is beloved, beloved by the people that go every year. I, I, I just don't know how it keeps surviving in Isn't Douglas that Park. I keep thinking. I mm-hmm. was thinking about Governor's Ball, but I was also thinking about you and I at uh, Forecastle. You know, when the storm hit, and you were talking about your Uber driver. And I, I don't know if you had the same image, but you remember we, we called that Uber driver to come and get us, and he was stuck in traffic. And in my mind, it was like Roger Rabbit, Ro- Roger Rabbit where he, he's coming down, and he said, I see you. I see you. And he comes out of the light, and it like he was on two wheels, and he pulled over in front of us, and we hopped in. And <laughs> I'll never forget that. But, uh, yeah, that is it's really interesting you say it that way because w- – Russ and I talked about Moon River, which we're going to talk about here in a minute, which is the Chattanooga Festival, complete opposite. I'm not sure every... Yeah, because it's everything's I'm walkable. I'm not sure everybody in North mm-hmm. Chattanooga is thrilled that it's happening that weekend. We have Iron Man here this week, as a matter of fact, and it takes over. Barry, as, as, a, guy, as a guy who lived in North Chattanooga, yeah. I loved it. I loved the fact that it was... Literally a five-minute walk from my house. I think the city did a really good job of not shutting you out, right, as a a resident, right? You could still get in and out Mm -hmm. if you didn't care about it. So those are things that Mm -hmm. have to be considered. That's really interesting to hear you talk about the fact that the neighbors don't want it. There's nothing worse than top-down where somebody says, you know what, I, I have decided what you need. Right. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's how they. I, I would love to try and find somebody in the Riot Fest world to talk about it. Uh, I I know that they've 
bounced around from location to location in the past. And, you know, they've been in Douglas Park the last couple of years. Look, I don't know if there's many good options um, in and around the city. Uh, look, you've got you've got the main park that Lollapalooza is on, but um, mm. that's really hard. Yeah, it takes a lot of money. Uh, I, I don't know what the solutions are, but uh, I know Douglas Park is not... It cannot be the long term. But once you solution. were in, the music was good. Uh, the festival, other than the food, fantastic. It was it was so well done. It was so well done everywhere else except for <laughs> the, the food situation. <laughs> like all you got to do is just drop a couple of food trucks around the the main part. Just to, I mean, just for bare That's essentials. Uh, I, I just wanted I just wanted a quick corn dog. Give me a give me a cray musty yeah. for Christ's sakes. I couldn't even get that. Nowhere to be found. I mean, I think that's why we do this podcast. Those are the kind of things, you know, can I get a, can I get my ticket? Can I get in? Can I get out? Can I get a beer? Can I get something to eat? And, you know, am I comfortable? I had to, I had, well, speaking of getting the ticket, I mean, I had to go to, um, to check in every day, right? The, why am I blanking on the word when you go get your tickets? Uh, box office. So I had to go to the box office both days. Super yeah. easy. Very that's efficient. Cool. I think they do a really good operation, and you can tell by the passion that the main Riot Fest people who go every year, they truly love it. Uh, that says a lot to me. There's just a little, I got little nitpicks. I got little nits to pick around the, around the we thing. We had similar, and, you know, we you had know, rain. Uh, uh, they cleared out the festival, mm-hmm. Moon River, you know, again, but this time not. they didn't cancel. Cleared it out for an hour and a half. That you know, those are the kinds of, of, those are the kind of things where you you know how did how they handle it. I thought they handled it well. Speaking speaking of the rain, uh, so Chicago had a major uh, storm happen Sunday morning, and I wasn't there Sunday night, but my uh, family was, and they said the park barely any mud. Uh, I don't know how well they drain that park or how well that that thing's built, but the fact that you know they they only ran into a few mud yeah. puddles after a torrential downpour and a delayed of a couple hours is really yeah. impressive. Kudos to the yeah. organizers for that kind of stuff. That's that's the kind yeah. of mm-hmm. stuff that you know people pay attention to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did Did you see Chloe? I did not actually, and and it wasn't until you told me that she was there that. Um, that uh, I even I, I had no idea. I know she wrote me and said that she loves Riot Fest, but I didn't know she was there until you specifically said so. No, I never got a. Yeah, never got a... she goes every year. Yeah, she's a big fan. Uh, look, it's, uh, this is not important to anybody else, but that weekend it could not have been more nice. perfect. the The weather was perfect. I've, I've, I've used the analogy of like. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, where he's going for the Holy Grail and he's got to cross that invisible bridge and he doesn't know, but every step that he takes, oh my God, there's a bridge, there's a bridge here, there's a bridge here. That's how it felt. Every step was perfect. Everything worked out perfect. I, I couldn't have uh, picked a better weekend. I was going to ask, uh, what was the year when we met uh, Jared and Kristen? Um, it was our first year. 28, okay. 2018, yeah. That was the... You were talking about how perfect things were. That year was like that. Yeah. It was like every that year was single like that. time That's right. I turned around, I either ran into them or, yeah. you know, somebody. It was just amazing. And and Moon River and, and Taco, you and I talked about it. That was similar for us this weekend. I mean, even with the rain delay. Yes, it was. You know, I'm standing out in the road with my daughter and, and son-in-law, and uh, we run into folks from AC Entertainment. Uh, it was just, it was just cool. And I know what you're talking about. That's, mm-hmm. 
those are fun when it happens that way, right? Mm-hmm. You know, even yeah. bad things turn into yeah, good plus, things. And, and the, yeah, there are so many industry people and radio people that I haven't seen them forever. And um, it was just this nonstop laugh parade where it's it's just a group of people, I mean, 12 of us, just busting balls all weekend. It felt like Bonnaroo, just, you know, with a bunch of Ubers and bars and restaurants, right? Um, we sat on Saturday night after we had a huge dinner. And then uh, afterwards, we went to this bar around the corner. And, and it was just all of us that had, had flown in together. Uh, there must have been 10, 12 of us. And on the screen at 1.30 in the morning was the Colorado game. Mm. Now, I don't know if you're following college football right now, but Dion has taken over the entire sport yep. and maybe the biggest sporting piece of news that we've had yep. all year. And so it's 1.30 in the morning. Now, again, it's 2.30 on the East Coast. It's 1.30 in the morning, and Colorado and Colorado State are playing this football game that at 1.30 in the morning got the fifth highest ratings ESPN has ever seen. Yeah. What? (laughs) That's how, like, the the bar was packed, and everybody was literally on pins and needles watching the Colorado State-Colorado game, except for our 12 people (laughs) who couldn't give two shit, just screaming at each other, making, you know, dick jokes. Uh, But me and and my buddy Derek Madden were just sitting there watching the Colorado State game. It was, I I just couldn't tell you how much fun it was. It was literally fun. And and I think that there's part of that in that it, it, it's, sort of the riot fest culture that helps it's it's just a wonderful time the people are great the the festival experience is good and and you get no hardly any complaints and that just feeds into the rest of the weekend if not for almost killing someone it would have been perfect i think literally would have been perfect it's the festival thing and um i mean that's what i've noticed it's and and we we heard it from Noah Cyrus last week. She talked about you know she gets to see her family because she's in the state. She gets to see other acts. That's yeah. the thing that I think you get with festivals is it's so big and so many people. It's not like you're driving in on a bus and you're doing your show and you're going home. It's an all day kind of thing. You know we talked about you get to see more acts than than one, but it's also you get to see people and. Um, I, I just love it. I mean, we had a blast. I did. I, I hope you did, Russ. I, I just thought that weekend was great. Oh, yeah, I did, too. I didn't get a chance to go back and listen to the uh, Noah interview. Great. Shocked. Yeah, tell she me about it. It was so much fun. And we talked about it. And, and Russ, I, I mean, I've been thinking about it all week. Brad, she just talked about her dad. She was just such a sweet mm. little girl talking about how much... Boy, she knows she knows the ticket uh, she, to your heart. She she hit it, man. <laughs> she she nailed uh-huh. it. And it was, you know, you're looking at this star, you know, from a family of stars. I mean, there are a family of creative people. And I ask her, you know, what was it like growing up in that household? Well, I then then you have forgotten me and my family, Scott and Rick Steiner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I imagine that was very similar. You, you came home and everybody sang around, sat around and you just sang, you know. Yeah. 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 We, we did some elbow yeah. drops off of the couch. <laughs> well, that's yeah. what I asked her. I, you know, I said, what was it like growing up? Because uh, not it's not just Miley and her dad, Billy Ray. It's, you know, all of them are in some ways in theater and 
So, I mean, I just, was it like you came home and everybody had a guitar and they sat around the fireplace and sang all day long? And she was like, mm. no, you'd think, but, you know, I did come home and my dad, her dad, Billy Ray, would be sitting at the kitchen table with a guitar singing and she said, I'm, I'm his number one fan. It was really cool. It was really sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. It was cool. How was their show? Yeah, she yeah. Had a really, was really good, good band. It was a, it was a lot livelier than I I thought it would be, right, Russ? I mean, we can... yeah. Uh, when the lineup first came out and she's on it, it almost kind of stuck out. Like, does she really fit on this lineup? Yeah. But she definitely did. I mean, the the show was perfect. The crowd loved it. Is it is it is it leaning country or I always thought it was a pop show. Oh. Um... Yeah, I think it was oh, more it was pop. Not, okay, it was not by country. I'm not sure. You know, it's country is so many different things now. It was, it was not uh, old country for sure, and it was not bro country either. Um, I, I think it was. But but is it a pop show? Is it is it a pop show? Songwriter okay. pop. I mean, she mm -hmm. doesn't play guitar okay. or anything, but uh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, Good. I thought she was great. And I'm so it's glad exciting. I when we we her. secretly. When we set that up, we secretly just we were hoping Billy yeah, Ray was, was going to be there. Too. I think that's yeah, sort of the... lurking around, but he wasn't. And um, uh -huh. and and Russ and yeah. I were just talking off air. She was scheduled for several interviews, so really didn't know what we were going to get. You know what I mean? You, you you know what I mean, Brad? You you get them, they heard them in, they heard them out. Uh, so I was afraid we were going to get yes nos and got to go and. She she was very giving and answered all of our questions. It was mm -hmm. great. Um, I'm a fan. Uh, yeah, good. Uh, great. All the all of them. Judah from Judah and the Line it was terrific. And we're getting He's a sweetheart from the guy. Mm -hmm. All of the guys from Flip Turn and um, that was that. I started to say that was one of my favorites. They were all great. Uh, yeah, all three. Good. Well, uh, you want to uh, take a take a little spot here and come back sure. with Flip Turn. Uh, speaking of your interview, do you have anything to say before it's we get into it? Just a lot of fun and uh, Taco hit a home run as he always does. <laughs> My man. Uh oh. Uh oh. I can't wait to find out. I mean, the man the man is like a, a, a high high percentage baseball player. He swings yep. very rarely, but when he does, sits there and waits for his pitch. And then when he sees it, <laughs> he takes a lot of pitches, man. He takes a lot of pitches. When he sees it, he lets it go. All right. <laughs> a lot of what? My man. Uh, take oh, pi oh, you said pitches. pitches. Sorry. Yeah. So we'll, gotcha. we'll take a short pause here. And when we come back, flip turn on the What Podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
So if you don't mind, introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Mitch. I play uh, keys and guitar for Flip Turn. Hey, I'm Devin, and I play drums in Flip Turn. My name's Dylan. I sing and play guitar. My name is Flip Madeline, and I play the bass. Um, I am Tristan, and I play lead guitar. Part of the reason I mentioned the Rubus and uh, Daniel and those guys is you did one of their shows last year, right, at Bonnaroo? You, uh, yes, yeah. we did. It was it was a hot day. <laughs> Funny story about that set. The stage was turned directly towards where the sun was setting, and it was about 3 p.m. when we played, so it's like the hottest part of the day. And my symbol was so hot, you could probably cook an egg on it. Like, literally, it would definitely it'd cook it so quickly. Um, but we had to cut a song short. Madeline and I started like seeing spots in our vision. I was like about to pass out. I was overheating so much. And then immediately after we got off stage, I literally threw up. It was like it was the hottest so show it was the hottest played. show I think we've ever played See, that's, ever. That's a pro move where you wait. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It was a good set though. Yeah, yeah it was. Good. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. The crowd. Yeah, people really liked it. They sucked through it too. Like they were yeah. in it with us. It was it was, it was hot and like it was really fun though. Yeah. Why we, we're never going to forget that day, I don't oh. think. Never. It, it, no, was, never. it was awesome. I understand you did a different set, right? I mean, you, you did two sets. You played the festival as well. So Yes. What what went into picking the songs for the Rubus set? I remember we played Cold, I think, because he specifically oh, wanted cold. to hear it. And I think we <laughs> opened with yeah, yeah, we yeah. opened with it, and we're like, man, this is ironic. That was, that was Daniel's favorite song. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. we played that for him, and... <laughs> haven't I seen like know. a yeah, cold it's or like no it's hot <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we just brought out since it was longer we just played some other songs that weren't in the set list for our like other set but yeah just tried to mix it up a little bit yeah something like that is it fun I mean you said it is but is it you, you get to do whatever you want type of thing a little bit definitely liberated. yeah no, I mean like not to say that the pressure is not the same, but it is a different environment, you know, when you're uh, just playing for, I guess. And well, everyone there just loves music. Yeah. And you know, like, you could do whatever you want on stage at that yeah. point, and they're just there because they are there at Bonnaroo, and they, they're having the best time no matter what. So there is a stress that is that is lifted off of our shoulders, which was great because there was, a, like, the heat did definitely affect us but like i think the people there especially at bonnaroo everyone's so nice so it was like it was a fun time and very stress-free so there's a progression i want to get to because of some other stuff you guys have done but compare that to like today you did a great set here at moon river Thank you, you beat the rain yep you, you got your set in crowd was into it right Crowd, yeah, it was a great so. crowd. Yeah, everybody was. It was cool. We saw some familiar faces. Um, yeah, it was definitely a really fun crowd today for sure. Yeah, they, yeah. Everyone, it was cool. Like, I feel like there are a lot of people that definitely like knew our music and stuff in mm -hmm. the crowd. Because sometimes festivals, you don't you don't know what you're. You don't know that like, yeah. they could be waiting for a band that's later that night, like at that stage. But I think a lot of people there like knew our song, mm -hmm. so that was really cool. And then I understand you did Red Rocks recently, right? Yeah. yeah. So Open. that's that's where I was going with. So you do Rubus. <laughs> four million degrees heat. And then recently you did Red Rocks, right? Yes. What's that like? That was crazy. Red Rocks uh, was, for, well, the, the first thing that was so noticeable about that was 
when you walk out, and even in sound check, I wasn't even thinking about this. I wasn't thinking about this until the minute we stepped out there. But usually when you play a show, you're eye level or you're standing a little bit above the crowd. This, you're looking up, you're below every single person that's there. And not only is it, you're below them, you're below 10,000 people. So it's like a, feels like a big wave that's about to come and crash you, crash down on you, and you just kind of walk out there and you're just like, oh man, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, crowd aside to like the rocks, like the pillars of rocks. Yeah. Lining the, like, the auditorium, it's just amphitheater, it's just insane. Like I kept looking at them the entire time. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, jeez. I mean, it's become the cathedral, right? Yeah. I mean, it's become the place to, to play. play, right? Yeah, it's it is the place in the U.S. to go and and like and play. I mean, like if you play there, it's like it's a bucket it's, list. It's, yeah, it's a bucket, bucket list for every band. Like, I like, yeah. no, yeah. I mean, even like Mount Joy sold out both shows before we were at it. So just the fact that they yeah. had us on was really, really nice. So it yeah. Yeah. felt very special um, to be a part of that. Honestly, like that was a huge moment, I'm sure, for their career. So just to be able to share that with them yeah. was really cool. And then I'm going to ask one more, and I'm going to talk to Mike from Russ, and I'm going <laughs> to put him on the spot because you guys have had another pretty cool thing happen recently, right? Didn't you have a song picked up for a game, video game? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So oh, let's go. But, I mean, that's got to be the coolest thing, right? In, the old, yep. in my day, getting a song on, like, a Disney movie yeah. was pretty great. That'd be pretty sick. Now, totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I, that was a huge... I played... I grew up playing rock band, or guitar hero in a rock band. I was like, I just thought it was so cool. I never thought that... Even now, I never thought that we would have no, a song no. in yeah. rock band. So, that was crazy. I, I hope... I have to get my hands on. I, I think I had to play it to know it's real. Yeah. Yeah. I still like don't think it's. I think it's not real until I do it. You know. I don't know. But very exciting. That was so cool. So to be clear, the game is Rock Band. Is that what you got? Rock yeah, yeah, Rock Band. Yeah. Rock Band Four. It's Rock Band Four. It's as DLC. So maybe you have to pay a dollar ninety nine. But hey. Go grab the <laughs> DLC right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a ton of good Tears for Fears songs, and y'all covered. Everybody wants to rule the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. What, uh, what made you pick that song, or is, was there a story behind that? We we used to cover it like years ago. Um, we tried it one time, I think, maybe twice, and we were like, okay, cool. And I think I think we were looking to do a cover, honestly, just to throw something into our set that was maybe yeah. different. Um, and I I know everybody likes 80s music in the band so you know we do yeah, we do a lot of 80s covers or yeah we some, but I think like the cure yeah. and yeah. someone else i can't think of any top man yeah but the cure <laughs> just came up but the, yeah that, i know that's one of your favorite songs yeah growing up like, my grandmother like loved that song so i was listening to it all the time your grandmother loved that song yes oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love the song too yeah. I have a very young family. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also, it's just, it's a dynamic song too. You know, that's something that you throw into the set that even if you're there and, you know, people don't know your music or if you're like opening for somebody or playing a festival, you know, for instance, people, everybody, most everybody knows that song. Um, so that's something that people can like grab their attention. Well, that's another reason why we wanted to throw that one in. Yeah. I think you guys nailed it. Thank, Thank you. you. Great set. Thank you very much.
go back to the game a little bit. How does that even work? The game? <laughs> I've, how do you get a song on a, on a, on a game, right? I mean, what, one day our team was like, your song is the rock band? And we were like, yes. Yes, that's so about guess, it. I think it's just essentially you kind of submit your stuff and get in front of like, people. I mean, is it something you think about when you're writing a song? No, definitely, definitely song? not. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like uh, well, we do have a record label, and a part of that record label is something called Sync, and there's someone that manages that, and what he does is he sends out our music, and basically companies can look at it and be like, oh, this will be really cool for a commercial, and I'm sure what happened is Rock Band saw it and was like, oh, this would work really well written out on our very linear, like, mm -hmm. button-pressing platform. And they're like, because I, I saw the demo, I was like, oh, this makes, makes sense. sense. It makes total sense. Like, it's a very, like, did, 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 like, very gridded song. So I think Rock Band was like, hey, we're interested in, in putting this specific song on our um, game. And then they brought it back to us, and we're like, this is the first time we heard of it. And we're like, yeah, of course, we'll totally do that. And then, like, I think, like, half a year went by. We didn't hear about it. And then all of a sudden, they're like, uh, yeah, sign this, and it'll be on the game. And then, and then that's how it happened. So a lot of it was behind the scenes that we necessarily didn't have to uh, kind of uh, work at. But, like, our label was, yeah. like, so pushing huge that. Thing to, huge thanks to Dual Tone, Dual Tone Records. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. All right, like I said, are you guys going to stick around? You're going to watch some more, some more. Oh yeah, tonight? Marcus King, yeah, like, Johnny you know, Swim, Marcus King, Marcus King, Johnny Swim, Houndmouth, uh, Drew Holcomb. Yeah. Uh, you going to be around yeah. tomorrow? No, no we're, we're going tomorrow. on. Right. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Very cool, Rush. You got any other? Uh, I don't have any more questions. Just uh, go, go get the DLC at Rock Band Four. <laughs> yeah. Tell your grandmother to call me. Yeah, nice. My man. <laughs> Thank oh my you God, that's so awesome. much. Thank this was you. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Good Thank to see you. you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. There you go. Flip turn on the What Podcast. Nice See, job, fellas. Like said, anything you uh, anything to add? Taco. He just sits there quietly, 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 and then bam. <laughs> he's, a, he's a hired killer, man. He's a hired Did killer. Did you ever call, by the way? <laughs> uh, still waiting. Okay. Uh, nope. No. No call yet. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's probably still waiting for the Prince of Prussia to send her the thousand uh, dollars that she needs. And... Yeah. yeah. We'll we'll fix that. Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, I guess uh, what else have we got? Anything else to go before we get no, out of here? Just glad to see you both. Okay. Yeah, and uh, just uh, what else we got coming up next week? I don't know. In the future, I don't know. I mean, I got a couple of things we just haven't uh, nailed them down yet, and uh, you know, scheduling is becoming yeah. Thanks to everybody tight for their right patience. Now. I, I, I can't, like, I can't tell you how many shows that I have over the. I had four this week, 
I had a Monoskin interview that I had to do. Uh, like it's it's becoming every night. Uh, I get to see Mitski at a little thing next uh, next Tuesday. It's very exciting. I, I don't know, man. I, it's uh, the schedule gets so weird at the end of the year, and I thought I was clear and and ready uh, free for the rest of the year, but nope. It's keeps yeah, piling on more and more. Well, yeah. Just make sure you subscribe so you don't yeah. miss what we got coming up. Thanks everybody for their patience. Like, subs- like, subscribe. Put out, uh, mm-hmm. give us a one, two second review on Apple. That really helps, as always. Yep. Anything else? Love you guys. Okay, guys. Right. Talk to bye. you next week. Love you. Bye. Consequence Podcast Network.